We were on a break. We were on a break. We were on a break. We really were on a break. Welcome into the They Were On A Break podcast. We are on season one, episode 15, the one with the stoned guy. So laugh out loud, fucking hilarious. Oh, it, this is Katie and Chloe, two gal pals, breaking down friends, blah, 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 blah. But this episode was so funny. I I love this episode. Over, like Katie uh, just loves this episode so much she had to dive in I right away. To, She's like, who the fuck cares who we are? We, you know who we are by now, you fucks. Also, I am doing laundry. I'm very busy now in my life, and I was like, I'll just do some laundry. It'll be fine. So if you hear some clickety-clackety in the back of me, it's just my laundry <laughs> that rhymed, and I didn't mean for it to. Wow, that was really whimsical. But hi, like hello, that. welcome into the show. How, Katie, you are disheveled today. I was going to ask how you are, but now I'm afraid. Listen, I'm in a robe. I, it's just, it's been a morning. I, and the other day, you and I tried to fucking record, and my internet just, like, wasn't, wasn't complying, and I was Mm -hmm. having such internet difficulties, and, like, I called them, and they were like, yeah, no, your routers are dead. Like, they're not going to respond again, so they had me go pick new ones up, so I did, and mm-hmm. they don't send anybody out anymore. You set everything nope. up, which I think is rude because I am paying y'all <laughs> at least $100 a month. Send somebody out to do this. This is so stressful. And then... Do you have do you have Spectrum? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Okay, yeah. That was your first mistake. I th- and they I were say cheap. this as someone who always has Spectrum. <laughs> I know. I say this because I know the struggle of Spectrum. It's the bane of my existence. So I I can't get it hooked up. I don't know what the fuck is happening. They, she made it sound like on the phone it was going to be the easiest thing on the planet. It wasn't at all. So I call them and he's like, oh, yeah, there's a service outage in your area. So it's just like nobody has mm-hmm. internet. I was like, so did I not need these new boxes? And he was like, no, you would have been fine without them. I'm like, I? Okay. I was like, well, I have them and now I don't have internet. Long story short, got it all worked out. We are here and well today, but it's just been one of those weeks. I'm just getting used to having having some, just doing a lot, you know? It's a lot, but hi. It's okay. How are you? It's okay. <laughs> How are you? I'm you know good. all about next- me and my internet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. Uh, next week, I'm going to be back in California for the first time since I moved, so... I'm hoping you guys get your shit together because I heard that it's like a hundred something degrees. It is. I a apologize bit... if you hear the siren going off in the background, that's but a, that's Chicago that's for okay. you. It's okay. It happens. I've got laundry. You've got sirens. It's a t- that <laughs> the house next to me lit up in flames yesterday. Speaking of sirens, it caught on fire. Yeah, like firemen everywhere. <laughs> you made it sound like it was Christmas no. and it was all lit up. Whoa, lit up in flames. I was about to take a bath, and I was like, smells like a barbecue. And I went to get some water, and I looked outside my window. Just smoke. Just smoke. And I was like, oh. So I, like, put some clothes on, um, and I grabbed my baby blanket that I still sleep with in a blunt. So I, I grabbed the things that are clearly most important did to you, me to go outside. Did you light it on the house? No. I- as, <laughs> as it lit up in flames, were you like, time for me to light up, too? Oh, my God. What a moment. (laughs) No. But I guess I thought, like, well, if I'm going to be outside, I have time to kill. Let me take this. If I'm going to be outside, I may as well be high. Um, Was everyone okay? Everyone was fine. The house is not. Like, oh, it was an... The house is no longer... I guess it was an attic fire or something. And it really just... I mean, there were firefighters on the house. They were using the mm-hmm. the hose and the creamy stuff, like the white, the the stuff that comes mm-hmm. out of a fire extinguisher. Yeah, it was a time over there. I feel very, very bad, but it was wild. Um, yeah, you said sirens, and then I thought about that yesterday. I was like, oh, fuck, I forgot. <laughs> and then there were cops looking in the bushes with guns. I was like, oh, my God, we, this is, uh, my Lord. My bath was still hot when I got into it, though, like 35 minutes later. I was like, wow, <laughs> I must have made this thing way too hot when I started because this thing I like is that we're boiling. telling this we're telling this fire story from like the perspective of a neighbor who like just wants to take a bath. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm not saying I just, you make me sound terrible. Like I'm like, and I want to take a bath and their house is on fire. No, that's not what it was. It just so happened that I had got home from work. I was, it was bath time. That's the first thing I do when I get home. And I looked out the window and whoa, things were on fire. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm giving you shit for no reason. No, that's fine. I just wanted to explain I'm myself. The, I'm fanning the flames. Oh, I just wanted to explain myself sorry. so people aren't like, this bath asshole can't even have any uh, empathy for the people next door. I often think of like, what if you had... If there was a fire, mm-hmm. what would be, like, the three things that you would grab? Like, what are the three things you would be, well, like... mine was... And they don't, they don't have to be practical. my but. bee, which is what I call my baby blanket, which is ripped to shreds. And I put a bra on because my tits were swinging. And I was like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be on the street, nipples facing the ground right now. Like, I, it's not mm-hmm. happening. Um, and I thought about, I have a photo album underneath my bed, and I thought about grabbing mm-hmm. that, too, and just taking that with me. So I guess it would mm-hmm. be weed, my bee, and photos. As <laughs> <laughs> if I can't get more weed. Priorities. What would you grab? Spoons? Uh, well, yes, obviously the cat. Um, I would probably grab, like, um, this old uh, sweatshirt that was my dad's so I would probably grab that I like the practical side of me is like I would grab my wallet and like purse so that I don't have to replace my I knew where like all that was so I was gonna grab that before I left too like my purse Mm -hmm. yeah it was just I I it made me realize like I need to have things in place if this is gonna happen I'm the worst I'm both the worst and the best person in like an emergency situation because I don't panic. Mm -hmm. I like, I just get very focused. And so I'm like, okay, like, what do we have to do? And so (laughs) my freshman year of college, I was living in the, the student dorms and the fire alarm would go off all the time because like people would pull it or like they would do drills or like fucking like one time someone burned their popcorn in the microwave and then like there was smoke filling the floor and then we like all had to evacuate whatever and uh every time this would happen like i was trained that like if something happens like you just you get out of the house like you don't like stop to chat you just like get up and go so i had roommates and every time this would happen my roommates would be like shuffling around like looking for stuff like running about and I would literally, like, as if, like, a programmed robot would just, like, blank-faced, like, stand up, grab my purse, and, like, leave. But then, like, <laughs> every time I felt bad, because I would be like, we could be on fire, and, like, I'm just abandoning these people. But, like, that's so, on like, them if they're going to be slow so folks. Th- so this would happen every time. I would be like, okay, bye. And then I would go downstairs, like, to the grass. And then 15 minutes later, they'd come out and be like, bitch, what the fuck? Like, this was a fire drill, and you just, like, abandoned us? And I'd be like, that's right. And then, like, one time it happened, and I was like, no, I'm going to be, like, courteous this time. And I, like, I stood at the door, and I was like, okay, guys, like, let's hurry up. Like, I was trying to, like, stay there to, like, appease them and, like, be a good friend and be like, yeah, 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 you need to, oh, you want to download some songs onto your MP3 right now for when we're out there? Sure, that makes perfect sense. Like, leave. Great. And then finally, I was just like, I can't do this. It just like ran. I probably I I act as if they slowed me down. They probably took like two minutes. Yeah. And I just was like, you're like, I got to I'm out. I got to leave. <laughs> no, I get it. I'm not going to wait behind so you can paint your nails and change the sheets before we go. Like, let's fucking go. <laughs> like, I, it's a fire drill, but I'm not looking to be up in flames if it's not a drill. You know what I mean? I feel you. Le- leave them. But, uh, yeah, so good to have around because I don't panic, but also probably not, like, the most empathetic. But whatever. <laughs> whatever. <Olive>. Bye, bitches. <laughs> See you in hell. Get on my level. <laughs> right. I straight up would run out of there barefoot. <laughs> Bitch, no, get your shoes. You don't, I mean, what if, like, there's debris on the ground and nails and shit from the fire? If there is a fire, you need your sandals or something. I guess that is at least put like an emergency. I keep my shoes by the door, like at least a pair by the door in case I'm like, you know, I need to get out in a pinch. 
Um, so to be fair, I only went shoeless once, and then I was like, "That was a little dramatic." You're like, "Ah!" (laughs) Yeah, and then I was like, "Perhaps uh, like then I once I realized that like it was never an actual fire, I was like, okay, I can maybe put on like my." my shoes grab my <laughs> shoes, shoes grab my bag put on, slip on some rainbows at least something like, i don't know something <laughs> oh my gosh well now that we've had fire talk um we should dive into the episode about the one with the stone guy <laughs> yeah. now that we've talked about our own safety preferences yes uh, <laughs> yes uh the, the one with the stoned guy originally aired on february 16th 1995 it was directed by Alan Meyerson, who I don't think we have seen uh, as a director yet on this show. And it was written by Jeff Greenstein and Jeff Strauss. We got the Jeffs this episode. Hell Woo. yeah, Jeff. Welcome in, Jeffs. Um, this episode <laughs> seriously had me fucking dying near the end. My, I don't know if you can hear my my washing machine singing its song. It sings a song at the end of its cycle. Oh, I, I did yeah, a little bit. Yeah, and I, oh. I turned my mic off so that it wasn't happening while you were talking because I was like, it's so loud. But it's done now. <laughs> All the laundry noises have, have, they are done. They have ceased just in time. Just in time for us to get into the one with the stone guy. And it's so fun that it's the one with the stone guy because I'm also always stoned. So loved it. <laughs> loved it so much. Yeah, this is a very on-brand episode for Absolutely. you. Absolutely. <laughs> it just takes so long to get to it. I was watching the episode and I kept mm-hmm. pausing it and being like, am I on the right episode? Like, it's it's all setting up to be on the right episode, but it's See, 20 minutes in and this man still hasn't come in. That was my main critique because, like, I this is not an episode that I've like rewatched that much. So you were super excited about mm-hmm. it, and I was like, "Oh, this must be an episode that like I've forgotten how good it is." And it was good. Were you? But like at not the, I wasn't out loud sold. At the end. Oh, I was, I was like, but crying. I wasn't sold at the very beginning. No. like when the like the episode kind of starts out slow, and I feel like it has some unnecessary scenes at the beginning, kind of, which is kind of the downfall of season one, one in yeah, general, for sure. But like, like, for example, like we just to like dive in to like this beginning, I feel like the first two scenes were like really not necessary. I was like, like, I have little notes on this episode because a lot of the scenes didn't I didn't have anything to add. mm -hmm. It wasn't necessary. I I was like, ah, okay, why? Like the like the cold open is like, I guess we're we need to reestablish that Rachel's like a shitty waitress for like later in the episode. So it's like this like stupid scene about her putting a pencil in Monica's coffee. Yes. But then, like, we could have done that in another, like, we're in Central Park all the goddamn time in this episode. Mm-hmm. We could have done that, like, in, a in like, the in like the third scene instead. Like, we didn't have to make it its own thing. And then the next scene is when Chandler, like, gets called into the office to, like, be offered a promotion. But we don't even see that happen. We just see someone talking to him mm-hmm. and being like, go in the office. They want to talk to you. Yeah. And, like, and then he I announces feel like, it after, which he could have just done yeah, that. Yeah, so, exactly. We could have just opened the show with Chandler coming in and being like, I was offered a promotion, so I quit because I don't want this to be my life. Right. You know what I yeah. mean? right. That was my my main critique. I'm so heated. Ah, I'm like, about this episode. But I feel like if we had done that, like if we had started out like that, then it would have left us some more room to maybe introduce like the stoned character a little earlier I and mean, like gotten a little more out I of it. I feel like also at the same time, though, it's it's really good as is, like how much time they spent mm-hmm. on it. And maybe that's why it works so well and why it's so funny is because it wasn't too long and it wasn't mm-hmm. like overdone. So, you know, um, but maybe that's why it worked. So uh, I don't know. I mean, but I, like a lot of the earlier scenes, just I was like, I'm bored. Why is this happening? Another thing, mm-hmm. too, is I know that we needed to establish that Rachel is a shitty waitress. She's not a waitress. She's she makes co- she's a barista. Um, I mean, she's still technically a waitress. She like brings it to the table and like talks to them takes their money like a barista but we never see that like what are you talking about we never watch her make coffee no but like we never see her like at other tables do like she's always they, she just brings the gang coffee and sits down with them 
Like, I don't think of her as a waitress just because, like, we never see her waitressing. Katie, Katie, what are you talking about? How could you forget that iconic scene we saw a few episodes ago where they cut to that extra for no reason and she went, hey, can we get some coffee over here? (laughs) Right. And then then Rachel went to go wait on her. That was that woman's shining moment, Katie. How could you forget? I'm so sorry that I forgot about that one time that Rachel kind of did her job because a customer asked her to. But I mean, okay, yes, technically she's a waitress, but I guess I don't ever think of it like that because I just see her, like, bring coffee to her pals and sit down. Like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I feel like a waitress is, like in a restaurant like really doing it mm. like that's why I kind of get Monica's point not to jump ahead but get Monica's point of like not asking Rachel to do it because like she just serves coffee like do we even know that she could hold a plate of food do we even know that she knows what it is to help uh, put the food in and then wipe the sides like she's never done that she hasn't been in a restaurant that is so that is fair that yeah she's, like, she's I was a like, coffee house and I was like I know that we need to make bad. an issue and we need to have a plot and whatever and my brain's always mm-hmm. like but wait um, but that was like, I was like, but I get it though. Like, and I mean, I, we all have feelings. Rachel is valid in her feelings, but, um, <laughs> no, no, I, I agree with, uh, with Monica's stance that Rachel is maybe not the best person to hire for something like this, mm-hmm. uh, which I guess we will get to a little bit more later. Cause she raises such a freaking stink about she it. She really does. Um, but um, at this beginning part, I feel like if we just wanted to establish like that Rachel is like not good or like doesn't really know what she's doing, we could have easily put that in this scene, like this scene where Chandler comes in and is like, "I quit my job." Blah right. blah 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 blah. Right. Because they're at the coffee house, like put it in there, yeah. or like don't even say anything because she's standing there in her uniform. We know she works there. If you've watched the like show up to this point, you know she works there. So like there was really no reason. I didn't even think that opening was funny. Either. No, I didn't like, either. Oh, there's a pencil in the cup. Did they make Whoa. a joke like I would hate to see where she? Did, isn't there like a weird sexual joke there too? Or no? Is I don't that even... later. No, I literally thought the scene was Monica being like, hey, Rachel, why is there an eraser in my coffee? And then her being like, oh, that's where my pencil went. And then the theme song. Like, there was really nothing even to yeah, it. Yeah, it was from terrible. What Let's just skip those. <laughs> skip those <sighs> scenes. On. Fuck them. Uh, I do love this scene. Um, but, well, basically, uh, Chandler is talking about how he quit his job because he does not want his, like, data analysis job to like become his life he's not passionate about it and he's now on a mission to find out what he wants to do uh and phoebe's like hey i have a friend who needs a head chef for her restaurant and monica's like bitch what the fuck why didn't you and she's like ignoring monica and she's like yeah i know that you're a chef and everything that part was kind of funny and the way that she like was like just like acting between the two of them was funny I have to say, like, and we'll see more in the next scene. Phoebe is very funny in this episode, but she's also so annoying. Oh, like, really? I was, to me, I was like, this is a this is a rare like episode where I feel like Ross isn't annoying and Phoebe is annoying. Interesting. To me. I didn't get the annoyance Although, Phoebe vibes, but hey, everyone. That being that being said, I always love Phoebe, but. Well, I guess I guess it'll just make sense if we skip to this uh, this next scene. Yes. Sorry, I'm all over the place. Let's just today. skip. Who cares? Uh, it's our show. <laughs> we're, so we're at we're at Monica's. Uh, I wrote down so many lines from this scene because I thought they were so funny. So like, funny. This is when it started kicking into high gear for yeah. me. Like um, Chandler is like still talking about how he doesn't know what he wants to do, and he's like, "You guys all know what you want to do." And Rachel's like, I don't. And he's like, hey, you all in the living room room who know what you want to do. I don't have a dream. Was that the same scene where he comes in and says, can you see my nipples through this shirt? Uh, I think so. Oh, my God. So funny. I died laughing. Uh, So many good, like, one-liners in this episode. I feel like the reason, now that I'm looking at my notes, I feel like the reason I thought Phoebe was annoying in this scene is because, like, they almost like they make her like over the top like 
almost like ditzy to yeah. me in this episode like where she just like and usually I wouldn't say she's like outright stupid she's just like weird well it, and I think like maybe it even <laughs> that's what bothered me it's even in the in like the last scene because like they work up the whole episode to where like Phoebe's gonna make like her ooh and ah noises when she eats all of Monica's food and then she comes in like doing it too soon and like Monica's like okay enough like whatever and like they it kind of like even plays into it there so I see what you mean yeah, it's a little too much. Um, but we get to uh, <laughs> we get to find out that Ross is going on yet another date, and he's dating a woman who will hence be known as the Bug Lady. Yes, like some girl that he works with who's an expert on bugs. Yes, and he wants to introduce her to Marcel the monkey. Marcel is back, people. He's never left. We haven't but seen he, him. We just haven't seen him for a moment. Honestly, thank God, because I remember more of the monkey being the, in the show, and uh, it, we haven't seen him for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I have a present for you, speaking of the monkey. Um, I'm going yes. to text you um, a few photos. So the monkey was in a few other things, um, but I just wanted you to see these photos. So um, Katie the monkey has a IMDb, um, which I think is important for everybody to know. So everybody should go check that out. But I just wanted you to see these really funny photos they're sending right now. Um, and I was going to send them to you before the show, but then I thought, you know, why not just do it? Just do it during. Um, why not hear my live reaction? Mm-hmm. Yeah. My favorite is the one that is her profile photo on IMDb, which is the second photo. Um, but the, okay. the first photo is of um, the <laughs> monkey in between... Uh, Ariana Grande and Jeanette McCurdy from Sam and Cat. So the monkey was on that. And then also... And, and next to an American girl doll. Yeah, really strange like. photo. And it seems that Ariana Grande is dressed like Dream a Genie. So I don't really know what's going on. And then... Also, Jeanette McCurdy is wearing like the most unfortunate red wig yeah. I've ever seen. Yeah, it is a vibe. Uh, it is a vibe. There's a lot going on in this photo, mm-hmm. having received it out of context mm-hmm. and knowing nothing about well, the and show you, Sam and Cat. You too can look at these photos. If you just go and look at Katie the Monkey's uh, IMDb, all these photos are there. Uh, and then uh, my personal favorite the being one. the one of Katie dressed in an Angels uh, baseball outfit holding a baseball. Woo! Shout out, Anaheim Angels. I know that they changed it to Los Angeles Angels at some point. OC got beef with that. It was the Anaheim Angels first. Shout out, I am from Orange County. I just had to make that known. She had to say it, and here it is. But uh, This photo stirred something in it, me, and it was it brought a up, pride for this baseball team. It brought something up in you. Uh, and also mm-hmm. in this episode, Katie the Monkey's uh, trainer, you can clearly mm-hmm. see him um, when the monkey is hanging off of her. A man with a mustache is literally standing. <laughs> I'm like, hello? Who are you, sir? Yeah. And then when I was looking up stuff about the episode, that was on IMDB. Like, the yeah, the trainer is in, is in that he was, shot. He's so visible that he's credited in the show as, like, a guest star. He's like, hey, what up? <laughs> well, on IMDB, you'd think that, I, that they're sponsored. I've said the word so much. Um, they, in the, uh, on their, on their site, it had, like, the main characters of the episode, and Katie the monkey was at the bottom, and it was that little angel's photo, and that's why I clicked on it, because I was like, oh my god, the photo of the monkey is here, this is amazing, holy shit, um, so yeah. Yeah, Ross, Ross for some reason thinks that, like, this monkey is gonna be a babe magnet, and he's talking about, like, I'm gonna introduce her to the monkey, and then we're gonna have sex, or whatever, and then they cut to the bug lady being attacked by the monkey yeah. and having the monkey like hang off of her hair and screaming. I have to uh, say, if you chose a pet and the pet you got is a monkey, I'm going to wonder what the fuck. I'm not going to be like, oh my God, he's yeah. so amazing. He got a monkey. I'm going to be like, no, what's wrong with you that you felt like you needed to get a monkey? And like monkeys aren't supposed to be in apartments. What the fuck? Yeah, I think it would be a deal breaker for me. I'm not going to lie. In a New York apartment, a monkey. What? It's so specific. Is that legal? And like, it's not legal. I was just going to say, it's so specific. I'm pretty sure it's illegal. I would question like what, 
that kind of lifestyle entails because a monkey is like not easy to take care of, I would assume. Yeah, no. And I don't want to be like, I don't want to be dating like the monkey guy. Exactly. Like, Like it's weird. I hate the whole thing. To me, that screams like, and I don't think this is the case with Ross technically, but like to, in real life, unless it's like a helper monkey for some reason, to me that screams like I needed a personality trait. Exactly. And I chose guy with a monkey. That's why I would and be that's like, that's about as far as it goes. Yeah, I'd be like, okay, mm, yeah, no, cool that you've got it, but I'm I'm not with it. Bye. But something that I did love about this scene is that I. I was looking at the the face of this screaming woman and I was listening to her voice and I thought, I know this person. Mm -hmm. How do I know her? I thought the same thing, but I didn't go this far. I slowly began to realize that this is not just any woman. This is Melora frickin' Hardin, who plays Jan Levinson on The Office. Love it so much. And Jan is my favorite favorite character on that entire show mm-hmm. i love jan I, are you familiar with the office katie yeah. do you watch mm-hmm. i fucking love jan any jan episode is my favorite i think melora hardin is like so fucking talented i think she's the best i was so pumped that she was on this episode and then it wasn't just the scene <laughs> of her getting attacked by a monkey it and I was super excited, and I wrote it down, and I was like, I got to tell Katie. Uh, well, because I, I was looking at her face, and I was like, damn, she looks familiar. Oh, well. <laughs> I didn't even go any further with it. I don't know why, but that's amazing. I love that. I love her. She's amazing on that show. I, oh, she's so good. As soon as I realized it and she started, like, actually speaking, I was like, holy shit. Like, she has such a recognizable voice. Yeah. Um, I also love, like, the curveball of the dirty talk aspect that happened with her. I wasn't yes. expecting it. Like, he, I would leave if I had just been attacked by your mm-hmm. monkey. You're not going to catch me on your couch making out with you. Probably. You know what I mean? Yeah. The fact that, like, he was able to save this, I'm like, damn, I wish I could have seen that scene. Like, how did you recover from that? But also, um, <laughs> the awkwardness that Ross had while she was asking him to do the dirty talk was so funny and so hilarious. Are you a dirty talk person? Um, I love dirty talk when it's done correctly. Right. I don't like dirty talk if you're going to be like him about it, immature about it. You got to go full force, yeah. man. If I'm asking if I'm asking for dirty talk, I need you to say depraved things for me. Mm-hmm. I don't need you to be like, I'm not. even. May I touch your vagina, it. miss? A little, it's a little awkward. Yeah, I don't need you to be Putting like, my well, fingers. what do we have here? Putting like- my fingers in now. Do you like it? <laughs> I've got I've received some really bad dirty talk before which I will not please I will not Can you give us one I line don't. please please for the love of god just one line tell us please oh my god please 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 I feel like I please. can't you have to say it say it and then if you hate it later you can always edit it out but please for the love of god I I once had someone who was like I asked for dirty talk, and their dirty talk was like, I love being next to you naked. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> like, that's not dirty. That's implied. I love like, when you take a shower. <laughs> like, love when you get like, dressed. What? Also, <laughs> yeah, it was. I think I also once had someone who was like, I love your little pussy. Oh. And I was like, little? Like, it's going to preschool or something? No, like, they think, I like, don't enjoy they think like, tight, small, like, we want to hear it. Like, how all guys, like, they want to hear, like, oh, you're big, massive cock. I and think they that they want us. so much. Yeah, I think they want us to, like, feel the same. So they say shit like that. And I'm like, I don't need this reassurance. Like, me and my <laughs> pussy are, like, we're good, bro. I was just like, okay, that's that's not what I was looking for, but you know, applause for the attempt. This little <laughs> pussy's going wee 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 all the way home. <laughs> this little pussy went to market. This little pussy stayed home. This little pussy got roast beef. <laughs> and this little pussy had none. This little pussy had a roast beef curtain. <laughs> 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 
Not that there's anything and wrong. And this little pussy got railed by my rock hard dick, and there's, baby. There's nothing wrong with an, an a roast beef sandwich pussy. They are just as delicious <laughs> as all the rest. I just want anybody okay, out there to know that. Now that we've now that we have thoroughly uh, talked shit on people who can't do dirty talk, right. I guess we should probably provide them with some kind of map or some kind of. I mean, tip just say what you like. It's not talk. that hard. Like if you're watching porn and you're gonna search some keywords, just like use those. Like you know, like I love you know, like don't be like I love when you slob on my knob. Like don't say shit like that. But just like you know. <laughs> I love your lips around my penis or my cock. I mean, guys love the word cock. They just, they go nuts over I would even say, like, even if you're, like, not inside the person yet, I feel like a great way to go is just, like, describe, like, maybe even, like, describe what you, like, think about when the person's not with you. Yeah. Like, I've I've been fantasizing about, like, putting your tits in my mouth all week or something like that. Right. Just, like, it doesn't even have to be, like... I was thinking about it while I was masturbating this week. It's just, it's so easy. Tell me your fantasies, your, your, I don't know, your deepest desires. desires. Tell me Mm -hmm. it. Or just, like, or just, like, go into detail about my body. Yeah. Like, you don't... You don't have to use vague words. Yeah, Just, Just don't be, be like, like, I love I that mole on your it. left shoulder. Oh, my God. Just don't say that. Yeah. Just pick a, a sexual part of me and describe it mm-hmm. thoroughly. Yes. And then that shows me that you also pay attention. So. Beautiful. Points for detail. Beautiful. See, we're helping people today. Helping. We're la, la, la. doing God's work. <laughs> um, well, Ross doesn't say any of that. Uh, no. First, he says. She asks him for dirty talk, and first he says, "What here? Where else?" Like, I think he felt so uncomfortable. What at a baseball game? And he was just like, and "What then, here?" I'm like, "Well, I mean, yeah. Where else are you gonna do it, sweets? What's up?" And then finally, he musters up the strength, and he says, "Vulva," which <laughs> I didn't think was like that funny. I feel like they could have they could have done a better joke. I thought it was very Oh, funny, did you die? Personally. Okay. Maybe I've just seen it so many times where I'm like, ah, oh, okay. I forgot about this. I completely forgot that this storyline ever existed, and it was as if I was watching it for the first time. Oh, that's so fun. And I thought it was funny. Oh, my God, Because I was it. like, that's so specific, and, like, they can't really say, like, they can't really say words that are that right. dirty on network television. So I was like, I wonder if they had to fight to get the word vulva even aired. Like... <laughs> I mean, it's such a scientific word. I feel like they were like, we can't. This one's fine. Because, like, I think as a writer, the funnier word that they could have used would probably be, like, clitoris. But Mm. they, I don't think we're allowed to say that back then. What? (laughs) On television. Why? Yeah. Because it's a dirty word. It's not. It's You can say penis, but you can't say clitoris. It's like the same thing. I don't know what to tell you, girl. That was the standard. I think, like, I think Crazy Ex-Girlfriend was, like, the first show to actually have someone, like, say the word clitoris. Wow. And that was, like, re- that aired in, like, 2016. Damn. Like, that was recent. Wow. Okay. Anyway. It's a, Enough it's a about the clitoris. for the FCC. But, yes, that would have been a, a funnier choice. I do agree with you. But I was, like, as someone who was essentially seeing this for the first time. You were time, LOLing. Having not remembered, I thought it was hilarious. That's amazing. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, while Ross is just completely botching this, mm. uh, Monica is preparing the, the menu for her food audition. Um, and Rachel finds out that Monica has hired a professional waitress. Wait. And as we talked about before, she was very upset. We need to talk about the salmon moose. I first of all, I don't like fish. It's gross. It tastes Same. like I got a mouthful of ocean water and it's chewy and I, I hate it. But why would anybody take salmon and whip it up and make a mousse? That makes me want to die. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't when she said salmon, bleh, no. Don't you whip up that fish? Don't you do it. I can already smell it. I know exactly what it smelled like, too. And everyone's like, oh, no, fish isn't supposed to smell at all. To me, smells like fucking fish. 
Mm-hmm. It can't, what? I agree. I'm a fish hater as well. I can't. I hate seafood. So I just wanted to let everybody know my hate for the thought of salmon mousse. And I'm going to think about it all day. So there you go. I was, you know, Monica is really giving this her all. She is trying hard. Well, she's she wa- she, things. It's a she's dream opportunity, things. you know? Exactly. She's taking this seriously. I feel like Rachel is not supportive at all in this episode. No. Like, well, she's, she's a little she's, selfish, Rachel is. We know this. That's part of, like, yeah, exactly. That's that's part of the reason she gets on my, my nerves mm-hmm, sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but especially, like, in this episode, I'm like, okay, your friend is, like, trying to do this for her dream job. And you're and making then, a like, ruckus. Yeah, and you're making it about yourself. Like, I would just be like, oh, okay, and maybe be, like, have hurt feelings about it, like, And then privately. talk about it later. But I, yeah. I probably, I might not even say anything, like, depending on how the job went. If she didn't get the job, I wouldn't be like, and by the way, I was upset about this. I would probably let it go, honestly. I would say something, but I wouldn't do it in the way that she did it, and I wouldn't throw such a fit. Yeah, it was uh, not good, and I could see why Monica would definitely want another waitress. Yeah, Uh, no, I get it, too, from all the reasons (laughs) I said earlier. And then in the meantime, Chandler comes home, and after an entire day of doing aptitude tests, he finds out that he is suited for the job that he just quit. Yeah, whoopsie. And uh, Which I have to say, I love this plot point for Chandler. Like, I love that, like, he's, you know, going out there and, like, trying to do something that he loves. And later in the series, like, we do see that happen for him. But I would have loved if we had gotten to see this as, like, an arc throughout the show a little bit more. Yeah. Because, like, throughout the show, we, like, know that he hates his job. But I feel like he has this awakening where he's like, I hate this and I don't want to do this. And then, like, nothing really comes of it for, like, like until basically the end of the series. Yeah. And I feel like it, it would have been a lot, like, more interesting to see, like, I don't know, to see this be more of a through line because, like, we kind of forget about it a little bit mm-hmm. as, as things go on. And I like this for him because he's right. He does seem like someone who should have a cool job or should be doing something cool. Yeah. It does suck that he spends basically his entire life hating his job. Um, but, I mean, that's on him. He went back for the money. So, oh, sorry. I spoiled something oh, no. in the episode. Oh, no. Oh, no, you guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, we're just skipping about this episode. Not a big well, deal. No, that's fine, because, like, the next scene is basically Chandler and Joey in their apartment, and Joey being, like, <laughs> like, uh, they keep calling you and, like, trying to get you to come back and, like, offering you this and that, and Chandler's like, no, I'm not going to do that, and then they finally call him and basically offer him way Tons more of money. than uh, mm-hmm. they offered him before, and he takes it, so. And an office. Exactly. Oh, yeah, and he gets a, a nice, beautiful corner office. Mm-hmm. This does happen later in the episode, but who cares? Whatever, we wrapped up that storyline, it it's boring anyway. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah, I I do like at the end where he's, like, in his office, like, yelling about the weenus, mm-hmm. which is exactly what he said he didn't want to be doing at the beginning of the episode, yep. but uh, it all comes full circle. It does. Um, in the meantime, <laughs> um, there's this amazing scene between Ross and Joey, where Ross is like, Joey, she asked me to do dirty talk, and I don't know how to do that. Like, get over it, man. Just figure it out. May I point um, out <laughs> that during the scene, they are just eating completely dry bagels, closed. No cream cheese? But then later in the scene, after they've eaten the bagels, they have bagels again with cream cheese. And I'm like, but y'all just slammed that bag of bagels. Why do you have more bagels with cream? And they were eating the bagel closed with nothing in it. It was dry. And I was just like, I can like taste how dry that is in Joey's mouth. He's just trying to get this line out. I think a a segment that we should start doing on this show, and we'll have to find a good name for it, Mm -hmm. is uh, especially because this happens so much in season one, we need to have a like, a like, busy work that doesn't make any sense alert because stuff like that like stuff like that that they give actors to do like it's just busy work it's just like mindless action that they need to do because they're like human beings do things more 
Like, they, like, it and needs I know to make that, fucking sense. I know that they think that, like, oh, they're not going to notice because they're watching the scene. But it's, like, shit like this. Like, I fucking notice if he's just biting into a closed, dry bagel. Because what kind of sociopath is out there eating a dry, closed bagel? And, like, what time are y'all having this conversation? Is it morning? I don't know. I guess it is. You're having bagels. Yeah. Is that why, is that why you're to- having bagels to tell me it's morning? I don't fucking know. Yeah, we need to create some kind of alert to ourselves. Bagel alert. When we see a scene. (laughs) Bagel alert. (laughs) It could be like, oh, it could be like an award that we give out at the end of the episode. That's like the (laughs) bagel bagel alert award. award. (laughs) The BAA. I'll think, I'll I'll try to think of a better like a really good name for we'll, it. But we'll we marinate on it. Out. Yes, yeah, absolutely. We should give out this award at the end of the episode for the the most weird, useless, mindless, busy back, work. The that most we, useless acting in the yeah, I love it. Great idea. The useless background acting that we you had heard to you heard the idea in in <laughs> process, folks. You heard it here. Yes, keep keep an eye out for that in our next episode. Hopefully, I'll have thought of something. I like the bagel award. I love. <laughs> the bagel the award bagel and people are gonna be like why is it called the bagel award and then we can be like the well Sarah Lee bagel. it started because yeah and then one day we yeah. can sponsor the bagel award this is great it's the bagel oh, award shit. I love it if you're if you're a bagel company Thomas please Thomas bagels I love you I do love those. please sponsor us I also love Thomas egg McMuffins so I would be or not egg McMuffins <laughs> egg what are they called English muffins <laughs> that shows you how much I eat McDonald's breakfast. You know what I'm still upset about? Listen, I know that there was a pandemic, and I know that there was not enough people to make the breakfast in the morning or all day. So you guys had to stop doing the breakfast all day, and now it's just in the mornings. I'm not gonna make it to a McDonald's before eleven. I I miss it so it's much. It's not happening I, for it, me. No, guys, please. Please, I need it back. The pandemic, it's starting to... People are getting vaccinated. Please bring the all-day breakfast back. I need it in my life again. And I just... Like, I can't eat a bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit any time of the day with hash browns. And I feel like that (laughs) is rude. Another segment I'm going to start doing on here just for you is... McDonald's breakfast tracker where I, every day I look to see you call if they have a different restaurant or the same one they're like no Chloe I just it's the dead of night one day and I check online and I find out information I call you from across the country in the middle of the night and I just say the eagle has landed you have, and then I hang up the phone you have every okay from me to wake me up in the dead of my sleep to tell me that all day breakfast is back because that's a goddamn <laughs> celebration oh in my, my book. Absolutely. Yes. Egg McMuffins. English muffins. I understand. I do the yes. same thing too, but God, I need one now. I need an egg McMuffin. Oh my gosh. I'm a fan of the hot cakes. The mm. hot the McDonald's hot cakes yeah. are my weakness. Mm. I All of it. I'll take a little bit of perfect. everything. Like give me an OJ, give me a hot cake, give me a McMuffin. However, the McGriddles, like the how it's it's pancakes with eggs. Eh, what are you guys I don't like doing? Those. No. I don't no, want no, no, that. No, 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 please no, no, no. don't please don't put all of my breakfast foods in one sandwich. I didn't ask for that. I have a terrible memory from high school of like staying over at a friend's house and her mom surprised us very kindly, mm-hmm. surprised us with McDonald's breakfast those. the next day. It was those. And she got me a McGriddle. She's an idiot. Which, again, had the best of intentions. No, she didn't. I ate the, I ate the McGriddle. I had never had one before. Disgusting. And for the rest of the day, I just felt like complete and total shit. Mm-hmm. And I had I had performances that day. We were in choir together. God damn it, mom! And I I'm not blaming this woman. No, you because should. She, was... she wanted <laughs> to do that to you. I, it was a sabotage. It was a sabotage. I was sabotage. She fucking. She was like, you know who I? My daughter's better than you. Here's a fucking nasty <laughs> McGriddle. Getting a McGriddle when you expect a McMuffin. There's no greater letdown. That's like expecting a proposal and instead you get broken up with. Ooh, or when you're thinking that you're taking a sip of, of water, but it's your Coke or vice versa. And you're like, what? This is not what <laughs> oh, I like assigned. For- yeah, it's like you or like you're like, oh, and you just like you think you're about to drink something or like you 
are you have a vodka drink and you or and water and you get them mixed <laughs> up like it's just it's not what you were expecting and it's the worst okay anyway back to friends <laughs> yes because we have reached my personal favorite scene in this episode and that's uh joey and ross talking about dirty talk and joey's like well why don't you practice with me just close your eyes and like tell, say what you want to say like tell me what you're imagining and ross is like Ross closes his eyes. We're like, okay, we're in my apartment. I'm in my apartment. You're in yours. We're completely separate. We're not having this conversation. Like, good lord. <laughs> and also, it's so funny because the way when he's like, I'm, I'm turning around, and when like he's turned around and they're both like eating their bagels and just like the way that they're standing is so funny and they're like <laughs> saying these sexy things back and forth to each other. It's hilarious. Well, I guess it is morning because then. Chandler comes out to find them and he's in PJs. So, okay, fine. The bagels are a pass. The the buildup, like the timing and the buildup. Sorry. Timing and the buildup of this is like incredible. Mm -hmm. And like, just like having Joey turned around and Ross closing his eyes and he's like, okay, so I'm like, I'm un buttoning your blouse now and like it's just such a slow build up and we see Chandler like slowly sneaking up behind them it's just so hilarious but if you are going to do some sexy talk do not um describe what you're doing don't be like I'm (laughs) I'm unbuttoning your blouse no this isn't this isn't talking over the phone if you're in person don't describe what you're doing if it's sexting or phone sex, fine. But don't be like, mm-hmm. I'm taking off your skirt now as you take off her skirt. That's not it. That doesn't make any sense. Don't do that. You're no. right. If this was in real life, that would be creepy. But for the scene, it works. I guess. I never yes. thought about but it yeah, like that. But yeah, I'm like, mm, no, 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 no. Don't, don't describe what you're doing. I know you're doing that. I'm here. I can feel it. I and know that. And then this, like, the slow turnaround like when they realize that Chandler's there paired with him being like, I was always rooting for your for you kids to get together. Like, so perfect. I yes. love this whole scene. Um, I I had two main points in my notes. One of them being, uh, <laughs> this one was just stupid. I wrote, uh, Chandler and his just hanging out and not working attire could destroy my life. He I was think cute he's, in this episode, Chandler. He was so hot in this episode. Yeah, he was very cute. His, in his cute little like graphic shirt, I was like, that's my type, mm-hmm. unemployed. <laughs> unemployed and lost in the world (laughs) so uh that was one note i had and my other note was like joey is always down for stuff like this with his friends like he is which i love about him like he is always like this is like he does this like he wants to role play the dirty talk i forget if it's it must be in a few seasons from now when he like wants to like kiss them to like yes. Oh, yes I think it's like season three where he's like I need to practice kissing guys and right. he's like not like super insecure about that mm-hmm. and I think even like later in like season seven or season eight he does like another that's when he's teaching Ross the like backpacking through oh uh, yes western Europe yes, story absolutely like he is he is always down to like <laughs> to just like I don't know he doesn't have that like toxic like I'm a man and I don't do this kind of sexy stuff with my friends kind mm-hmm, of thing mm-hmm. like yeah he's always down to help out I, do I like love that, that about, about Joey. Joey yeah good point love it I'm yes loving Joey in this love it um <laughs> I think we should uh we should just get right down into talking about the stoned man can we've, we please we've gone okay. through we've gone through basically every other storyline but uh do, 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 do. The day has finally arrived. It is time for Monica's audition for the cooking uh, job. Her her professional waitress has backed out on her at the last second. Yes. Rachel is being a little jerk about being like, well, I was on my way out, and so I can't help you. I But I, I get it. I would be doing the same thing if I were her, too. Based, I mean, if they had had that conversation and this and that, I would be acting as petty as Rachel, for sure. I don't think, again, I don't think I would have said anything. So I would be like, do you want my help? Like, I wouldn't, I don't think I would say this anything. That's why you're a good friend. Shit, but yeah. I don't want it to, like, make it about me or whatever. Right. But uh, she agrees to help. And the man, the myth, the legend, the guest star that leaves me weak in the knees, John Lovitz is here. Do, 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 do. 
<laughs> these announce these sound announcements and how your hand was up the whole time during that. I love it. Um, That's true. I talked for like five minutes with my hand <laughs> up here. They had to reshoot him coming in so many times because the audience was so loud every time that he would walk in that they would have to be like, okay, it's too, we, you have to tone it down. It's too much loud. It's too much screaming. It's too much clapping. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> he also improvised a lot of this. A lot of this mm-hmm. is not scripted, which I think is why it's so funny. And... John Lovitz was Lisa Kudrow's brother's childhood friend, and with his encouragement, she began her uh, comedic career as a member in the Groundlings. So it's all oh, thanks to sick. him, um, which I thought was really Little fun. John Lovitz. If you guys are not familiar with his stuff, he was on uh, Saturday Night Live, um, and he's like so funny. If you guys like hear his voice, I'm sure you'll recognize him because he has like one of the most distinct voices. Like, I think personally in like Saturday Night Live history Mm -hmm. no he's hilarious and I just I loved from like start to finish this scene was just comedically so amazing and his timing on everything was great where he and like how he was acting stoned was so good and I loved that like (laughs) so like they walk in and Phoebe's like I'm sorry I have my door open and there are so many fire trucks I don't know what is going on um but she when right when they walk in and she's just like saying like it pulls Rachel to the side and it's like he smoked we he lit up a doobie on the way here and just like you know <laughs> ganj weed you know and like names all the stuff like I fucking loved that that was hilarious and then poor Monica has no idea that the man is stoned in the beginning and then eats all of her ravioli in one sitting which was hilarious and then him mm-hmm. with the dry mouth like is it dry in here like that all that shit happens when you're high. It's so funny to me. I loved it so much. Oh she, my god! She gives him. She gives him the amuse bouche, and he, he's like, "Like him? I love him. I could eat a hundred of them." And then we get the <laughs> iconic tartlet line where he's high. Tartlet. 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 The word has lost tartlet. all meaning. <laughs> I mean, it's fucking hysterical. I love this like weird little game of charades that like. Rachel is playing with Monica to try yeah. to alert her to the fact that he's like fucking high and she's like what the fuck I know I love <laughs> how she says like she's it. trying to like do that and Monica thinks she's saying okay so she gives her a thumbs up and a wink like it's just <laughs> it's so funny to me and then how she tells him it's just going to be about eight and a half minutes until the onion tartlets are done and he can't wait, so he goes up to the fucking food, and he just starts going through, or he's looking for something, and then Rachel asks him, what are you looking for? He goes, you know, I don't even know what I'm looking for. It's just <laughs> fucking so funny. It's taco shells, little corn envelopes. That's what I wrote down. And then is my he, favorite line, which... Is he the one that says ground beef smileys, or does, does Ross no, call them that later? No, that's later. Okay. That's later in the series, which I also think about a lot. I do, too. But I also... The line that I don't know if he improvised, but that I think perfectly encapsulates what it's like to be high is when he goes, mac and cheese, we got to make this. <laughs> no, we don't. We got to make this. steals the gummy bears, hides down. They er, hide, hides down. That was sits hides down, down and hides them together. Hides down the gummy bears. They're fighting over it. They go overboard into the soup. And then he fucking takes the O's and he's throwing them out for life. Man overboard. Oh, my. Have to give him life preserver. God, I die. I think the thing that's so funny to me, too, is that uh, obviously Monica doesn't want to work for him after this. But it's like looked at as such like a negative thing like they they say like what a tool you don't want to work for that guy all because he just like had the munchies and i mean yes he was absolutely obnoxious like i get stoned all the time and i'm not just like rummaging through people's cabinets and i'm like we have to make all this food like no but i I, it just was 10 out of 10 i loved it i love this scene so much loved it all oh my god I can definitely understand why Monica would lose her shit, though, because, well, like, yeah. we've seen she throughout really the whole hard. episode, like, how serious... I have to say, Monica must be a good chef, because, like, the shit that she was talking about making doesn't sound good to me, like an onion tartlet and, like, 
salmon mousse and like whatever that bowl of like borscht or something Oof. was. So she chose some very odd things, but I would hedge a bet that they were all good. Yes. Um, but I was just like, okay, these are bold choices and not things that I would think of. Where's her lasagna? She loves to make lasagnas she throughout the She made 12, a dozen show. of them recently. <laughs> yeah, she just made some. Um, I had to ask though, based off of this episode, Katie, what is your favorite stoned meal? Oh. Or do you have any ep- do you have any distinct memories of maybe like the best high meal you ever had? Oh, it was like one of the first. Um, I had like just discovered being high and like after you you get high the few the few first times and it like doesn't really work, but it's it starts working after a while. And I remember just being so <laughs> just gotta high. Stick with it, kids. Yeah, you just got to keep keep at it. Uh, and I remember being so high and being like, if we don't order a round table pizza, I am not going to make it. And it was so good. And then there was another time where I was really high and I made a turkey sandwich inside of a bagel. I, I think about it still. And then I took one of the most incredible naps of my life after that bagel. Oh, uh, so that, but I mean, if I'm like stone, like really high, like, I mean, mcdonald's is a staple like i'm just like a 12 year old when it comes to food so anything that's nostalgic (laughs) for me i'll usually go back to do you have one um one time i went to red robin high like my roommate and i purposefully went there with the intention of like we're gonna have an edible while we're waiting for the table and then it'll hit at the right time and boy did it and we got shakes and we got onion rings and we got like refillable fries and burgers and like oh it was a it was amazing. Uh, if I want to stay in, though, because I usually don't like to go out when I'm like, hi. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you guys ever try the Factory Burrito Grande at the Cheesecake Factory, oh. that is like basically my all-time favorite meal to have high. It's ridiculously large, but it is delicious. And like the leftovers are good. Like it's a good takeout food because like if it comes to you like kind of cold, it's not going to ruin it. Like you can heat it up and it still tastes just as good. Mm. Uh, Factory Burrito Grande. That's my plug. That's doing some good in the world. <laughs> doing uh, you some have good for to have everybody. It. Have to have it. It's so delicious. I also loved Amazing. Phoebe's revenge on the stoned guy where after she was giving him a very painful massage uh, (laughs) as a little bit of a punishment for him being so rude to Monica. Yeah, I mean, I guess, like, if he hadn't been so rude and disrespectful, it would have been fine. Like, you can Mm -hmm. be high. Just don't be fucking rude. Yeah, he wasn't, like, stopping to listen to anything she was, like, presenting to him or anything. Like, if he had just been high and not really done anything, like, sure, fine. But, uh... Agreed. Yeah, he also went through all their shit, which would bother me. (laughs) That, yeah, no. And and, it it would bother me, too, if, like, if I were Monica and I'm like, can you give me the gummy bears? They're not, like, they're hers. She bought them. Yeah. You know, and then, like, it's this whole thing. Uh, Yeah. Like, that would, yeah, I get it. I do. I'm glad that she stands up for herself because she did work freaking hard. I also, uh... I think it's in season nine that we we see this guy again. Oh, yeah, he John comes Lovitz back. John Lovitz comes back. Yeah. And, like, at first I thought, like, oh. There, it's I not guess, the same like, character, but it is because he leaves the date to get high. Exactly. We're on the same And wavelength. I love, I know, because I, I was going to mention it, and then I was like, no, I'll just wait until that episode happens, and then we'll talk about it then. But yeah, no, it's the same because Phoebe is trying to set up Rachel on a terrible date because they want Ross and Rachel to get together and he sets her up with that guy and it's just awful. And the conversation that they have on that date is so fucking hysterical. It's Oh, I can't wait till we get to oh it. Oh my god, it's, it's one so of my good. Favorites. I think so, about it all the time. Yeah, definitely stay tuned. What were I'm excited for my titles this week. <laughs> what are your what are your episode titles? Okay, honestly, I had, like, a surplus of, like, ideas for titles. Sometimes okay, it's hard. Okay, I have hard. four. I have oh, three okay. plus four. a bonus. Sweet. Um, I did I did the one with the weenus because Chandler talks about uh, the weenus a I have lot. that one, too. And we see him at the very end stuck in his office uh, talking about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I have the one with the dirty talk. Kind Ooh, of obligatory. That's a good you know. one. I don't have that one. And then I have the one with the cock-blocking monkey, which is not accurate, but I knew that it would make you laugh, so I put oh it in there God. for you. 
Y'all, like, cupped my mouth. Oh, my God. That's amazing. As I was writing this, I was like, well, technically, he did get some cuddles in. But uh, but Katie will love it. I decided this will make Katie laugh, so I'm going to write this one down. (laughs) Um, So my bonus one that I don't love but that kind of works is the one where Mm -hmm. Rachel is not a waitress because, like, she's not her helper. So I don't know, but it doesn't really Mm -hmm. work. So I was like, that's not really a good one. And then I have uh, the one with the onion tartlet. Um, Oh, I love that. And then I have the one with the weenus. And then I have the one with the bug girl. (laughs) <laughs> I like that one a lot. I loved them. I had fun with them I, this week. It was a good I time. I really wanted to put, I so wanted to put the one with the, the little corn envelopes, but it's such a specific quote that I was like, this is like, it would never work. But, oh my God. But that's my favorite quote from the episode. I really like it though. I like that one a lot. <laughs> so I'm glad you still said it. <laughs> oh my God. This, oh my I God. hope that. I hope that doing this episode, since it's one of your favorites, was like everything you you had hoped for. It was fucking great. I loved it. It was great. I wonder what the next one that I'm looking forward to is. I'll have to look at what's coming up. What's the next episode? Uh, The next one is part one of the one with two parts, which which is very nondescript. So we'll have a great time naming it. Title ever. So yeah, we'll have a fun time uh, naming it. Well, this was a blast. This was so fun. Where can everyone find you, Katie? Oh, I forgot. I was about to be like, bye. Um, yeah, you can find <laughs> me everywhere at Little Baby Kate's. I got a podcast called See You Next Tuesday. I talk all about sex and dating. And I just had a really fun episode where I had one of my gal pals on. We dated um, the same guy. And it's a fun oh. story about how we met. So definitely go listen to that episode. You can listen to it anywhere you pod. And uh, yeah, I also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Kate's. Where can everybody find you? You guys can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Cuckoo for Cloclo Puffs. And uh, if you guys like today's episode, feel free to give us a five star rating. Don't feel Write free. Us a little review. Stop what you're doing. Share it. And go fucking do it. <laughs> just fuck. Just help us out. Okay. Thanks. I love that I go the like, if you guys would like maybe be so kind no. to you and you're like, fucking no. do Take it. Take your cock out of your hand. <laughs> go write it now. Five star review. <laughs> These bitches are hot. Yeah. It's just fucking anything. Woo. I can't see them, but they sound like people I would want to fuck. <laughs> That's all you have to write. It helps us out. Boost your self-esteem. Do it. Do it now. Sorry, I didn't mean to, didn't mean to step on your outro there. Oh, no, you're good. You're good. We will see you guys next time. Yes. Thanks so much. Yes, you just absolutely give us a review. Okay, love you. Bye. Bye.